What's going on, everybody? Back on the whole nine, episode 12. Chugging along, as we always do. Excited to be here tonight. Got a good episode. Um, the King Jack is here. Naughty Nick is here. And the crew is together, as they always are, during the weeknight that we record this episode. What's going on, fellas? How we doing? How we feeling? A few more weeks and we're at spring break. Well, I don't get spring break. Oh, uh, well... I well, forgot I you're just well. too good for us now. You're in grad school. But uh, Jack, spring break, a couple weeks. Looking forward to it. We're almost home. Looking We're forward to there. everything in between, too. We got I, a lot to talk about. I really need that right now, dude. Bob's but, looking um, like the perfect caricature of a Philadelphia fan. He's got his hat that he hasn't taken off in four days, flyer shirt, and he's got his sweats and his flip-flops on in the dead of a winter. <laughs> I love it because that's who he is, and uh, he doesn't hide from himself. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm very true to myself, and uh, – Nick, you're wearing this ugly maroon V-neck, and uh, Jack is wearing this tank top of Ben Simmons in B 2020 like they were running for office, but little does he know they're just basketball players. I come, the only candidates important in this upcoming I election. come to work oh, dressed professionally because that's what I do. <laughs> A maroon V-neck with sweatpants? Is that professional? Yeah, I'm Steve Jobs. At least you have shoes on. Jack's wearing a blanket. It's, it's about 49,000 degrees in this room. Freezing. It's not cold. Um, we have a jam-packed show tonight. I mean, there's a ton to talk about. This past weekend, Nick and Jack, um, we experienced a lot of firsts. Um, we'll start with the happenings of Saturday at 2 o'clock. We saw the XFL kick off for its second run. Um, Nick, I know you were really looking forward to this. I know you really enjoyed it this weekend. Do you think it has a chance to last? Um, so opening weekend had 3.3 million viewers. That's pretty good, but that's what happened the first time it came out, and then it just kept declining. I thought that it was uh, really chaotic, and I love that about it. It was messy. It was violent. I love the hitting. The hitting really actually kept me watching. I think it'll definitely, uh, you know, I think it'll go through a whole season, unlike the AAF. And uh, I'm going to say I could see it generating enough money and views to, to get renewed. I'll give it that. I'm rooting for it, Nick. I like the idea of football from, you know, February 10th until, you know, the end of April. Just puts you through to the summer. And by the time summer's here, uh, the NFL's back, you know, the snap of a finger. Like, I won't be a diehard, but, like, if I'm sitting around Saturday, Sunday afternoon, I'll definitely put it on. For yeah, sure. That's, I'll that's watch what I'm it. thinking, too. I, I'm definitely intrigued by what I saw on Saturday and Sunday. I do have to be honest, the, the talent level is clearly, obviously, huge drop-off. You saw a lot of drop passes and missed throws from quarterbacks. But I got to be honest, Cardale Jones looked really good. and um, How about P- the hitting? I thought the hitting the was hitting awesome. The hitting was awesome. And, and P.J. Walker, from the quarterback from Temple, actually played a hell of a game for the Houston Roughnecks, too, Nick. So that was pretty cool. Jack, did you get a chance to watch any XFL games, my man? I did, and I loved it. I just don't want to say uh, what's going to happen to it. Because, like, the first week, everyone's hype, everyone wants to go, everyone's buying tickets. But I want to see how it progresses, and I'm hoping it does well. Yeah, I I do have to say this. Um, I remember I watched, like, the very beginning of the first AAF game last year, and it was fucking horrible. Like, I didn't get that sense from this XFL Um the announcers were better. It's because they made it really interactive. The, it's different yes. than the NFL. Yeah, and listen, it'll never overtake the NFL. It's 
you know. No, but they but did a good job differentiating their project a little bit. For sure, because yeah. it's I think it's more so for the casual football fan. And um, myself being a hardcore football fan, it's just something nice to have when you don't have the real thing for, you know, six months or so. Yeah, and Vince McMahon, he's relentless, man. He People made a mockery of uh, how poorly the original XFL ended up doing, and he still is continuing continuing this venture and I didn't really think he would I thought he would maybe just stick to wrestling but I give him credit for coming back getting Oliver Luck involved and doing something different he just you know he's got money to throw around and I guess he feels really passionate about this yeah man I I appreciate the fact that you know it's a lot more realistic this time around it's not you know Monday Night Raw (laughs) on a football field I think that was a, a smart move by Vince not to Get into promos in the middle in the middle of plays with guys in the locker rooms and their girlfriends and stupid shit, dude. Like, I think having an actual real football league that feels real with kickoffs and not just rumble fumble. Um, I think it's a lot smarter. I, I heard the worst the right team in the go. league's coach has to go one on one with the Undertaker at the end of the season. Playa, <laughs> <laughs> you got to go one on one with the Undertaker. Playa, ugh. <laughs> I, can, I can see the NFL adapting the XFL's kickoff system. Not that I'm pro that, yeah, I, but I, I saw, can seriously consider that. Yeah, I saw a lot of people saying that this weekend, Jack. Um, Once again, McMahon makes his way into it's, the NFL. It's definitely interesting. Um, I, for one, don't think that it's going to end up happening. I don't think that kickoff's going to end up in the NFL. I think too many people will you know, get up in arms about it. Um, I think it takes a little bit too much of the purity of football out of it. Just like looking at it, it looks it looked kind of awkward to me. I like it for a league like the XFL, but I don't think it'll ever happen in the NFL. But um, it's an idea. It's definitely an idea to keep the players safe while keeping players returning the football. What I do love about it in the XFL is I think it's awesome if you kick the ball out of bounds on a kickoff, the team gets the ball at your 45-yard line. Yeah, that was awesome. crazy. That's that, was, awesome. that was wild. That's such a sick rule. And I'm kind of pissed the game didn't go to overtime this week because I'm really looking forward to the first shootout, Nick. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get one of those. I mean, the games weren't like blowouts either. Yeah, teams seem pretty evenly matched. I actually uh, I hitched my wagon, fellas, to the Houston Roughnecks, put a nice twenty dollar bet on them on FanDuel to win the national champ or to win the title, the championship, not the national championship. Um, at eight and a half to one, plus eight fifty. You know, to grab 170 bucks, we'll see what happens, man. Speaking of bets, John Jones won me a lot this weekend. Um, I had a nice main card parlay, and uh, UFC didn't. is mainly what I bet. And and man, I hit it this time. Well, Jack too. You Jack, know, Jack, I gave Jack my bet. You know the referees bailed you. I no, gave. You didn't, no, you didn't. I did. You, you asked bet. me for the no, underdogs. No, no. You said Juan Adams. You did ask me for so somebody. So you do bet? You gave me Adam. Wait, can I? The rest. Yeah, I told you he was Can I lose. clarify your wording there, Jack? Theoretically, if I were to Two bet, minutes ago, you told I me you didn't bet. bet. Now you're telling me you put your own parlay in. I'm confused. Theoretically. All right. Yeah, theoretically. I'm putting air quotes in the air. Um, whatever. Uh, the judges definitely bailed you out there, Nick. You don't hit that parlay if it wasn't for absolutely pathetic judging of a fight. Well, someone doesn't know anything about USC over here, Nick. Is that right? 
<laughs> you actually no, it's controversial yeah, for sure. It's 100 percent controversial. You can't say that the refs are dumb for it. You're right. Unanimous decision for John Jones with one judge scoring the fight 49 46. Okay, well, we all know that one judge is a moron. I and I'm, no, I'm not a fan it, of the it's judges, pathetic. That fight wasn't the fact that not one of fight. those three men went the other way is ridiculous to me, and it's actually appalling to me that the same three judges that scored that fight. Um, earlier in the night, we're judging a fight and not even watching the fight. Joe Rogan literally says it. That was a different fight, in though. In the middle of the stream. I I don't care what fight it is. It's pathetic. Like, you shouldn't have a job if that's what you're doing. Your job is literally to judge an MMA fight. Like, that's not hard. I mean, if you know what you're talking about, that's not that hard of a thing to do. Nobody's asking you to, you know, sling fucking barrels of whatever the fuck all day what are you talking about like it's not a <laughs> hard job you, Bob. i got two is words it that hard to stay focused for four fucking hours two words i mean they gotta be getting paid well what What are your two words you fucking nitwit and still and still no it should have been and new it's pathetic what the judges did to that poor guy i i listen no nah, i don't think he should have got the belt off that i was rooting i was rooting for john jones i bet john jones a draw a draw or jones win I appreciate uh, the MMA for what it is, and that's why I want to see the right things happen. And John Jones getting the decision was just wrong. He didn't win that fight. I don't care what anybody says. Um, And I hate that narrative of people saying, oh, well, you have to do more than that to win the decision against the champ if it goes to decision, if if it goes to the cards. He let it get too close. He it's gassed bullshit. out. He's gassed it, out and gave four oh, or five it, to John if it Jones. Goes, if it goes to the points, you have to you have to win more convincingly. It, no, if you win, you fucking win. No, you it, it, it has to nothing to do with being convincing. If you win the fight, you win the fight. He won the fight three rounds to two, and it's that simple. It's not that simple. No, it's that not. fucking it's simple. I actually, I actually listen to the informed, educated guys yeah, like Rogan, Chael Sonnen, Ariel Hawani, and they say it could have went either way. Some of them had opinions one way. Some Jones of them had, had takedowns. He had way more efficient. But it's not an outrage like the fucking casual fans are hitting Twitter. But they don't know anything about the. Don't about call the me sport. a casual fan. Like like yeah. I just follow. Yeah, but the dude, UFC you're just going by. Far. You're going by the visual of the fight. How am I talking like one? There's there's multiple people and that truly believe the wrong man won the fight. One Joe Rogan that night, you could see in his face he believed the wrong man won that fight. No, I listened to him on his podcast today with and Rashad still. Evans. Yeah, and guess what? And he calmed himself down. No, like he, he said he said he, he said it could have gone either way. White. He said he could have gone either okay, way. Okay, and it could have gone either way. All right, whatever. There Even if you say that, you had one judge that scored the fight nine or er, forty nine forty six. That how pathetic is yeah, that? Ju- it's a he bad. shouldn't have a job. The judging bad, but I'm saying it's that simple. I'm saying you can't just null one viewpoint when everyone's saying it could have gone either way. I, I don't care when one judge scores it in such a way, and it, like if if it was a majority draw or a draw across the board, it, okay. Even though I think Dominic Reyes won the fight, I get it. Even if it's a split decision win for John Jones, I disagree with it, but I get it. Unanimous decision. With one ref saying he won four rounds to one, is ridiculous to me. Nick, we watched the same fight. No, I, the, that score was wild, but he also scored a bunch of other fights on that card. Bad. Too. Listen, we were watching in a room full of our friends. Half the room 
you know, thought John won the fight, or half the and half the room thought Dominic Reyes won the fight. It's not even just, much so as like I completely thought he won. I just knew I've seen many John Jones fights before, and I just knew that they weren't. I just knew, dude, that they weren't going to give it to Reyes. So, I knew it. You see, see, Nick, I I can agree with you there. I did know that they weren't going to give it to Reyes when the fight was over, but I was angry about it before they even went to the decision. And when it was when they say unanimous decision, I didn't have to wait till they said end still because you knew it was going to be John Jones. Wait, say what? If if Reyes was ever going to get the decision there, it was it was going to be a split decision. No, see, see, Jack, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying here is, I think it's pathetic how it was scored. I think Dominic Reyes won the fight, but I think what Nick is saying has merit. I have seen this in the UFC before. It's just one of those things that I don't support. Um, it seems like you guys tend to support the champion retaining in a close fight like that, whereas I think the judges should score it like there's no strap involved, and they should pick the winner of who, who – they should pick the guy who they thought Do you remember the um, Holloway and Volkanovski went to decision and Volkanovski won the belt, and Holloway – Yeah, Holloway, but that was convincing. Exactly. Volkanovski won that fight. Exactly. And John Jones was convincing at all that he won that fight. This – He had way more efficient pay on – Look, Bob, that – One, two, maybe three you, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There, you're telling me that John Jones wins that fight, and if you were – Looking through all three judges' eyes, you think it should have been a unanimous decision? You think it was that convincing to be a unanimous decision? I don't care what the judges say. Would I'm you, talking about would what you I have think, scored, Bob. Would you have scored the fight 49-46? Because I consider that convincing. 48-47 no, isn't convincing. and what the stats So say. you say it was convincing that John Jones won the fight. Absolutely. Well, you're a fucking moron, man. Dude, he won. You're, you're he won clearly two, a moron. Maybe three rounds, and he had landed more. He won two he rounds. He, if he wins two rounds, he loses the fight. He won. I think he and won he only too. wins two rounds, he loses the fight. That's not true at all. How's it not true? Three rounds to two. Three rounds he had wins. more takedowns. And the, one, and the one round was really close. Round three was super duper close. Dominic Ray has blocked eight of his ten takedown attempts. Yeah, more. The no, he, you watching it doesn't the matter. Fight? Look at the strike efficiency. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He didn't block takedowns. He got back up. If you get taken down, it's, it's, it's points. Twice. He only got taken down twice the whole fight. Yeah, in fourth and five rounds. That's why John won. And how many did he, he, did he defend and against? More striking. Ten. And John was the aggressor 12? and the one moving forward. <sighs> yeah. See, that's the only argument that I understand here is somebody saying that John and still was. Can I finish speaking, please, asshole? Thank you. And still. Thank you. That's the only argument that I could agree with from you guys is that John did seem. To have complete octagon control later in the fight. And, dude, you saw their faces. Reyes in 4 and 5 was absolutely gassed. He looked like a fucking death after I that fight. I understand, Nick. I understand. But from a judge's perspective, do you... Dude, wait, do wait you listen, believe, we're past the part where we all agreed that ju one judge was bad. You don't do have you, to keep saying that. Do you that. believe we, Dominic Reyes won the first, second, and third rounds? One and two, Definitely. Three was really close. I got to rewatch the fight, dude. I can't even remember it, to be honest with you. I'd love to rewatch the fight. But uh, what I, this is what I was saying. I, you see, you're what getting you under my next? skin now. Listen, what I was saying about Holloway and Volkanovski was, if you're going to take the belt from a prominent champion by decision, Volkanovski in that fight proved I'm the better fighter tonight. I don't think Reyes, after that fight, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh my God, Dominic Reyes is better than John Jones tonight. I didn't feel like that. But it, after Volkan, like Max Holloway was a prominent champion. It wasn't like he was taking the belt from a guy who had it for a, a couple months. I just, 
Now, you know, you're, you're, you're going to take the belt by a decision. Like, it's got to be, like, no question for sure this guy dominated the whole fight. You're, you're, you see, I, and I disagree with you there, but you're also using tricky wording when you say, um, I forget what I was going to fucking say now. It just fucking went out of my head. I'll edit that out. Um, it, that's where I disagree with you, Nick. Um, I don't think in a championship fight, you have to dominate to win by decision. If you win the fight, you win the fight. It's that simple. Like John Jones did. I, f- I just think a five-round fight is a main event. It's a championship match. It's different, dude. It's it, just different. It's, it's really not. Yes, it is. It shouldn't be. It, well, it's, I'm telling you, in the world of MMA, it is. I, I understand it is, Nick, and, and it's stupid and it's wrong. I, I've seen it before. I've seen guys that I believe have won fights before and there was controversial decisions, and I think it was it went to the champion unrightfully so. I, and the I've thing seen about it before, and you'll see it again, and I don't agree with it. That's all. And the thing about this is, if they rematch, John Jones will prove to you he's better because this guy does not fucking lose rematches. I guarantee you, in the rematch, guarantee you, John Jones finishes Dominic Reyes if they rematch. Okay, I I'm not going to sit here and disagree with you. I my point here tonight wasn't to argue that Dominic Reyes is a better fighter than John Jones. I think that's where both of you have gone completely off the rails. You're saying he could have won. On that night, Dominic Reyes fought the better fight and won the fight. It's that mm. simple. It, who's the better fighter? John Jones. Of course John Jones is the better fighter. Yeah, if champ. they rematch, we'll John Jones wins. To disagree. If they rematch, John, John Jones wins the rematch and... Still. To be honest with you, I think if John Jones took him more seriously, he would have won on Saturday. And he, and he did, I, win, he did win by a decision. A lot of people think it was crooked. A lot crooked. A lot of people think Gustafson beat John Jones the first time, and then they rematched, and John Jones obliterated Gustafson. See, I watched that first fight against Gustafson. It was close, but I was on John Jones' side. So, like, well, listen. Anyway, listen. he gets. He has the prominence and um, the drive to choose who he wants to fight. Um, I'm not sure if he's actually interested in a rematch. He might be interested in moving up to heavyweight to fight Stipe, or he might. Well, he did say he's interested to see if Corey Anderson wins this weekend. He said he might give Corey Anderson a shot. So maybe Reyes down the road, but it's definitely not going to be uh, run it back. Well, that's the thing that sucks for Reyes too. Um, now, whether you believe Reyes won the fight or John Jones won the fight, it doesn't matter. Um, I do believe that. No matter which side you're on, you should agree that Reyes deserves a rematch and belongs in the octagon with a guy like John Jones. He's clearly a UFC top talent, and um, he tore. I think they were saying he tore his ACL. Nick, did they confirm that? Possibly. Or, I don't know. If he did, that just kind of sucks for him because the only way he was ever going to rematch John Jones is if it was in a few months. And with with him having a torn ACL, it's not going to happen, and John probably goes on and fights Stipe. And if the super fight happens and John wins the belt, I could see him vacating the light heavyweight belt. Yeah, and taking on some heavyweights. I mean, yeah, we'll see. John's probably going to fight at what, <laughs> 230, dude? 235, 240. Yeah, like he'll probably be weighing in That'd at That'd like be a great striking match. Night. It's ridiculous, but, um, dude. Corey Anderson, he wants John Jones too. He fights this weekend against Jan... Blachowicz? I don't even know how to say his name. Blachowicz? Yeah. Yeah. I think Corey Anderson gets that one. Blachowicz is, Blachowicz is sneaky good, though. Yeah. Anderson so, beat him by decision be before. Yeah, it's um 
a big fight for both guys. I, are they both top five? It's basically a contender fight. Are, yeah, are they? Well, it doesn't really matter because everybody from like one to five lost to John already. Yeah, but are they both top DC, five? DC, they still have DC in the ranking for light heavyweight. He hasn't fought light heavyweight in like two years. Yeah, yeah but I think after seeing that John Jones fight, he wants a piece. Who, Corey? No, Cormier. Oh, DC. Maybe. If Stipe chooses John Jones over DC for the next fight, DC's going to be pissed. If he chooses who over? If Stipe chooses John Jones for his summer fight, DC's going to be pissed. Well, if I'm Stipe, I mean... Because Stipe and DC... That's a tough decision for Stipe, because I think more money actually might be in the trilogy than a John Jones fight. Dude, I don't know about that. I... Trilogy fights always tend to draw. But John Jones has, like, heat on him now. Especially guys that have each won one. By the way, did you guys see John Jones' tweet about the fight? I did. Yeah, and I just thought he – like, I, I told you I like John Jones. I root for John Jones. I bet on him on Saturday. I just thought he kind of came off kind of douchey, and it pissed me off a little bit. Whatever. We'll agree to disagree. I mean, whatever. I don't agree with your guys' opinions here, but – Neither do a lot of people, and then a lot of people are on your guys' side, so whatever. The right side. Yeah, right side my fucking I don't act like that. Ass. I'm just giving my opinion. I'm not trying to say anybody's wrong here. All right, that's enough UFC. That got me fired up. My blood pressure's probably through the roof, and that's just unhealthy for a guy my size. Um, You know, UFC isn't the only thing that's got me fired up the last few days. Um, Jack, I know you're a big Sixers guy. Can we discuss, like, the happenings of the last 72 hours? I wish we could, Bob, but I have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those Are we good or are we where, bad? Like, what are we? Uh, is see, Joel good or is he bad? Like, what, what's going so, on? So, I think I could describe it as best I can. Right let now. me let me hear your description because I can't describe it. So what I'm thinking here is, I think it's so tough. Too many people. It's gonna. This is gonna sound contradictory, but it, just just stay bear with, you with me. Stay bear with you feel me. Here, yeah. Too many people blame Brett Brown. Too many people blame Ben Simmons. Too many people blame Joel Embiid. Too many people blame the front office. Too many people blame the bench. Too many people blame Al Horford. Too many people blame Tobias Harris. Like, everybody deserves some of the blame, but I feel like too many people are getting too much of the blame. You know what, you, you know what I'm trying to say, Jack? Um, you, what you just said to me is that people are blaming the Sixers for the Sixers losing. <laughs> that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I see. See, I told you it was going to be a little hard to comprehend what I was trying to say here. Look, here's um, what I think, Bob. I think Brett Brown has to go. Okay, all right, all right. Ready? Let me let me um, break it down for you a different way. So I think there's an area of the fan base that blames Brett, an area of the fan base that blames Ben, an area of the fan base that blames Joel, and then so on and so forth for each area. But I don't think there are enough fans that are blaming them all as a whole. Now do you see what I'm saying? And I don't like that. That pisses me off because it's not all of Brett Brown's fault. It's not all of Ben's fault. It's not all of Joel's fault all the way down to the list. It's a combination of things. Um, now, I do think it's still a little too early for us to be jumping off a bridge. Although I did tell you last week, I think it is time to 
at least explore the idea of trading one of the two superstars, just listen to offers. It, it, listening can't hurt because the return on one of those two guys can make your team overall a better team. But it's February. It's not even the All-Star game yet. And it, we all know that NBA players are horribly, disgustingly overpaid. And none of nobody in the league really cares until the end of March, the beginning of April, right before the playoffs start. Because once you're in, then, then you're just playing ball, man. You know what I mean? I, I just – I don't think – I don't think we can get a good read on this team until the middle to end of March. I, then, then I think we'll be able to get a better read on this team because they compete against good teams, don't show up against bad ones. So if it really is like a get-up kind of thing, like they have trouble getting up for road games or playing bad teams and keeping the game close, then we'll see what happens come playoff time because if they can compete with bad – yeah, excuse me. If they can compete with good teams, who knows what will happen. I mean, they pretty much, besides like a couple blips, dominated the Clippers from start to finish last night. So, All right, Bob, here's what I think. I think, and I like the guy, but Brett Brown has to go. I think that's a decision that needs to be held until the end of the season. No. he. Yeah. You're going to just, I mean, like, what if they go on an insane run and win the net? Win the NBA Finals, you just still fire them. Okay, first off, that's not happening. <laughs> no, it's Second, not happening. Second, we we had the talent to beat these good teams, like like you said, we are beating these teams, but the, it, it's like how we use this talent, and I think that's that reflects the coaching. Yeah, I think that's an interesting concept too, Jack. Um, what drives me so mad? I don't know. I think Brett coached his best game of the year last night. With the Look, rotation. he's not a bad Looked coach. Great. He's no, not he's the not right a bad coach. coach at all. He's not the right coach. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of people saying that the last few weeks, too, and I think that's definitely possible. I have to take a closer look at the whole situation, to be honest with you. Um, I just – Brett's one of those guys that I want to succeed here so bad. Same. I've been on his wagon forever, but it, I just – And just off. everything he's been through. But, yes, most likely Brett Brown – is probably coming up towards the end of his time with the Sixers. And I understand. I mean, it's just... See, I don't think it's Ben. I don't think it's Joel. Well, I mean, Joel has been bad. You can't deny that. Like, it's just like we have to fit in. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're just not fitting in. We're just... It's just like five guys playing basketball on the court right now. How do you feel... Well, yeah, but how do you feel about the way Ben and Joe fit together on the floor? I think it can be better. It's just the surrounding players aren't the best. Like, like see, what, what I was about to say, what drives me mad is, is that Tobias Harris has a max contract. Yeah. That, uh, every time I watch the game, it makes me sick. I've been saying that a lot, too. Like, that pisses me off that Tobias is a max player, and he really isn't a max player. But the problem is... Um, actually, one of my buddies explained this to me the other night, and I agree with him. Deep down, I do believe we offered Jimmy Butler the max contract, and um, he just left for Miami. And there's not really much you could do about that if you if that's where you really want it to be. So here were your other options. You either bring back Tobias on a max deal or let him walk and go get a max deal elsewhere, which he would have gotten because somebody will always overpay for a guy like Tobias Harris somewhere in the league. So you either keep Tobias Harris as your third piece on a you know championship contending team, or you let him walk and take your chances at trying to trade for a guy like Bradley Beal 
or Clay Thompson. But the problem there is Tobias Harris was the guaranteed thing, although he may not be better than Bradley Beal or better than Clay Thompson. He's the guaranteed thing right in front of you that you don't have to worry about trying to trade for. And the problem is if you let Toby walk and you can't acquire a guy like Bradley Beal or Clay Thompson, your team would have been in real trouble this year. As much as people want to hate on Tobias, he brings a lot to the team. He really does. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I would be like, I don't know. I still don't think he's max contract, and I would like, he's I would not. like to see what else we could get. But if we had that money, we were in a decision. I, I, we were, we I were in a very that. bad predicament. And look, I don't think we're going anywhere anytime soon. I really don't. Yeah, it's a really tough situation. I, I see. A I do exit. think the Glenn Robinson, Alec Burks trade helped us out. Helped out the bench. I do too. And, and maybe that helps out Brett to put in put through a better rotation. Um, all these people hyping up Cork Cork Maz over the last week and a half, you could just go take a hike because he's gonna fall right back down to earth. And he already did last night. Like, come on, dude. It's fucking Furkan Cork Maz. Is that really our best shooting option? Like, come on. Unfortunately, right now it, it really is. is. <laughs> it is. It's terrible because oh, it's just so bad. But that's enough of the Sixers talk, and I just needed to get um my soapbox there. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, I wanted to address the nation. This was a very devastating news brought to me by my co-host, Jack the King, before we started this evening. He informed me that Papa John indeed lied about eating 40 pizzas in 30 days. This upset me. This broke me down to my core. I'm devastated that I let this man win whack job of the week for eating 40 pizzas in 30 days like a sweaty mess. And in reality, he didn't eat the pizzas. He was just a sweaty mess. He wasn't a whack job. He's a piece of shit. And I will have no more Papa John discussion on this show ever again. I am officially removing Papa John from the whack jobs tournament. Um, up for board review because I'm still contemplating whether this makes him more or less of a sociopath. I'm going to go to my co-host now. I'm very upset about this. What do you guys think? Turns out he was just sweating because he was the earliest victim of the coronavirus, <laughs> which actually came from a moldy piece of Papa John's pie. Because when you mix so Papa John's when you mix Papa John's fast food style pizza ingredients with mold, it creates a uh, coronavirus. Interesting. I read that somewhere. I don't know if it, there's any science behind it. I just want to believe. I believe it. I think I'm the in. CDC put that one out. Was it? I saw I the, it was the chief earlier. surgeon. It might have been CDC or or it was a World Health Organization. Surgeon General. Oh, World Health. Yeah, it might yeah. be WHO. I forget. It could have been the Surgeon General too. I think it's just that weird, wacky fucking organization called my brain. Anyway, <laughs> that is definitely a fucked up organization. Are we gonna move on to this general knowledge shit or what? Yeah, Nick, I am here to take down my second opponent in two weeks. Nick has been riding his high horse with confidence. I dismantled Jack last week by a score of four to three. Uh, dismantled. Um, Nick, I'm ready to take you down. Okay. Let's go. Jack, uh, whenever you're ready, let's remind people the rules. Nick and I are going to rock, paper, scissors. 
for who gets to decide who goes first and second. Jack has 10 questions ready. He will alternate between the two of us. Uh, if somebody gets the question wrong, the other person has the chance to steal. And if it's tied, there will be a tiebreaker. Nick, you ready for rock, paper, scissors? Yep. All right. Best of one? Yeah, let's go All best right. one. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, it's me. Right, I you. will go second. All right, Nick, first question. Phone's away, buddy. No Google. What planet is farthest away from the sun? Okay, so Pluto's not a planet anymore. Um, Correct. Neptune. Correct. Yes. Yeah, that was an easy one. That was a layup. All right, this question Whatever. goes to Bob. Let's hear it. What president had the shortest term in office? Um, Harrison. Can I get a first name? That Harrison's not enough, really? There's two of them. I'll count it. William Henry Harrison. Okay, yeah. I, William would have been my guess. I would have said Bill Harrison. Didn't he, like, but, yeah. die after a year or yeah, something? Yeah, no, 31 days, I think, or, like, a month or something. Uh. Something crazy. 1-1? Um, one, one? Yeah. 1-1. One, one. All right. This question goes to Nick. Nick, other than Bob, what is the largest animal in the world? Wow. Uh, that would actually be the dark. blue whale. That is correct. I know my biology. Nick has two. Bob has one. Question to Bob. Dead. What Greek goddess represents love? Oh, wow. Do you know that, Nick? I think. Uh, I'm just going to guess. I have no idea. Athena? That is incorrect. That's the god of war. God of love. That is not the god of war, by the way. Athena? That's Ares. I'll have to look that up. Um, God of love. God of love. It's not Aphrodite. She's the God of beauty. Is that your answer? Yeah. Aphrodite. That's correct. Oh, my God, it is? <laughs> Something's going on here between the brothers. I don't, I don't like how that worked I, out. All right. Well, Nick has three. You have one. Because he said, is that the God of beauty? And then Jack pushed him towards the answer. I said, is that your answer? All right. I, think, I think I'm getting hosed. People, but continue. Bob, this goes to you. No, wait. Does, is it on Nick? No, this goes move? to Nick. Yeah, yeah. It goes to Nick. This goes to Nick. This is the first question of the third round. It's 3 1, Nick. Oh. Uh, this. Uh, Nick. Leonardo DiCaprio acted in this film adaptation <laughs> of Shakespeare. Are you fucking kidding David. me, dude? Mm, Hamlet. Incorrect. Did you just get a movie question wrong? When I all I heard was Leonardo DiCaprio, and I was like, "This is gonna be." Oh, I know. Actually, Nick, I do know it? what it is. Well, don't say it, Bob. It's up to you. He was uh, very young. Um, uh, Come on, Julius Caesar. Incorrect. Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. I, I don't know why. I was on my head too. God damn it! I just froze up. My bad. Oh. Uh, Oh, that was my chance to get back into this game. All right, what's this question? Go this to? is the sixth question, the second question of the third round. Bob's. My question. Bob, here comes a layup. Oh, yeah? What city is the game of Monopoly based on? Oh, that would be Atlantic City. Correct. I didn't even know that. I would have said, like, New York. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Monopoly. 3-2, right, baby. 
sneaking my way back in. This is this is Nick's fourth question, the first question of the fourth round. And just it's three to two, Nick. Just to put that out there. All right, Nick. What is the most popular college athlete or college mascot? Most popular college mascot? Yes. I'm chomping at the bit. Um I'm gonna say the Fighting Irishman. What? Well, let me explain the question. Yeah, yeah, re-explain. Like, what team? Like, what team name is most used? College mascot. Yeah, not like what's most popular. Like, this team name is used by most schools. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like the team name. Like you said, Fighting Irish. Only one school has Fighting Irish. Oh, you mean like? like, Oh, okay, Tigers. Incorrect. Oh. If it's not Tigers, it's Wildcats. Incorrect. The well, correct answer, and I was surprised by this, is Bulldogs. Seventeen collegiate D1 teams. Yale, Georgia. You're kidding. Bulldogs. Wildcats was number three, tied with Tigers. I think number two – I forget what number two was. But Wildcats wow. was three. I was surprised by okay, that. Okay, I'm That's I'm why sick. I used this question. I, I was between Wildcats or um, – Nick, what did you say? Tigers. I was between Wildcats or Tigers, dude. And when Nick said Tigers and you said incorrect, I thought I was tying this thing up. But uh, you're up anyway. All right, question number eight. Nick leads three two. This is the second question of the fourth round. We got a nail biter on our hands. Jack, do the honors. Wait, who's this question to? Sorry, me. That would be me. All right, Bob. What is the world's most produced crop? Cocoa beans, coffee beans. Incorrect. Nick? Hmm, there's two on my mind. But I think I, I think I'm thinking too much about America, not the whole world. Cause I'm thinking like tobacco. And uh I'm gonna say corn. That is correct. Yes. Nick gets four. Bob has two. Wow, now that was a total you guess. Be fucking kidding me, dude. I almost said tobacco. I'm so nuisanced Bob. by that. How is it not like coffee beans? This is one of the tougher questions on the list. Aren't they cropped? Yeah, but dude, corn um, is actually like in like everything. Corn syrup, corn starch. Yeah. Bob, you need this one. It's one of the more uh, tougher questions on the list. No, this is this is Nick's question. Oh, is I'm, it? I'm gonna have to steal it. So this if is I win, this away. is this oh is, man, Bob, you're in trouble here. This is to put me away. Is it a movie question? It is. <laughs> and Nick definitely knows it. Uh, Which actress? Has the most Oscar wins or nominations together? Dude, that's so easy. Meryl Streep. Incorrect. What? And it all comes down to this, huh? <laughs> Wait, so you're saying Oscar wins and nominations put together? Together. I typed in which actress has the most Oscar wins, and they counted nomination and wins together, and this was the answer. Do you have the number? Yeah. Is he allowed to say it, Dick? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. 17. I don't think it helps. That's you. wins and nominations put together. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, that's insane. Um, wow. Dude, I don't fucking know. Uh, I think I know who it is. Glenn Coase? Close? Incorrect. Is it Audrey Hepburn? It's Catherine Hepburn. Okay, her mother. Yes, that is the answer. All right, this one goes to Bob. Mm, doesn't Bob, matter. But, uh, What's it, 4 2? It's 4 2. It's over. Go ahead, Jack. I'll just try and make it look respectable. Bob, where was the first plane flown? City and state. 
If you can give me the city, I'll count. It, well, it, was, it was the... It was the uh... I actually know this. Because I'm well-versed in history. Pennsylvania? You call yourself an American patriot. Wilbur and Orville... Uh, right. No, 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 no. I know who they are. Yes, but, but they. But what's the city? They took flight in Ohio in the city of Dayton. The oh, Dayton Flyers. Dayton, Ohio. That is incorrect. What? <laughs> it's Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Uh, you guys didn't know that. You guys are fucking assholes. Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. It's not Dayton. Dayton? Ohio? No, no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He said it so confidently. That was the. So am I and absolutely to, flamed so am me. Am I going to the next one here? No, it's 4-2, but it, yeah. You know what? Just throw the question out there for the fuck of it. All right. What was the first capital of the United States? Nick wins 4-2, by the way. Philadelphia. Congratulations to... Philadelphia uh, is incorrect. What, what was the question? The first capital city of the United States. And Nick said Philadelphia, which was incorrect. Wow. Um, dude, that's so weird. It wasn't Philadelphia? No. Uh, Boston? Incorrect. New York City. Eh, that would not have been my guess. I would have guessed a couple more before New York City. It would have got there eventually, but Nick wins 4-2. to two. It was a hell of a general knowledge quiz this evening. Nick, I look forward to our rematch. I think it was close I there for a while. I had a couple chances to really get myself back into the race, and uh, I let the people down. And Nick, congratulations to you. On a great win. See, I'm confused. It says Dayton is is known for its association with aviation. The city is known for the National Museum of the United States Air Force. Birthplace of Orville Wright. That's where he was born. Type in where was... Why was... I don't know why in my head I was like so... I don't know why I associated Dayton so much. Where was the first plane flown? Yeah, I don't... Kitty Hawk. I think, I, I think it's because I knew they were from there that I thought it was... Yeah, you know what, Nick? Um, I offered an olive branch, and I said, great game, and you're over there Googling whether or not you got a question right. No, I was confused. I, I, I like to retrace my steps and right my wrongs. Yeah, I, I like this general knowledge thing we got going right now, man. Um, do the brothers want to battle it out again next week? Absolutely. <laughs> and, Nick, just so you... <laughs> <laughs> Please never make that noise on and my Nick, podcast. Nick, just so you're again. right... Uh, Athena is the goddess of wisdom and war, so you were right there. See, Bob, I know shit. Yeah, man, I actually put up a better effort than I thought I was going to. I had some good questions out there. I made you guys think. Yeah, that was a... See, Bob, the reason you don't know about my 3 a.m. dark, dark, dark searches and journeys into Google and YouTube and all the useless bullshit information I collect when I don't sleep, because you know I I don't sleep. Nick, I know you're a movie guy. I have to ask, was my guess of Glenn Close a good guess or no? (laughs) No. It was not, See, but I but uh, th- I give you, but I give you a lot of uh, leeway on that because I knew if it wasn't Merrill, it was going to be someone from like the forties or fifties, and I knew you weren't going to know any of them. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? All right, let's get to uh, whack jobs. What a fucking field we have this week. This field, uh, I think, from top to bottom, is one of the better ones we've had, guys. So let's just get right into it. Um, so the first story of the week, it says, caught on video, Minnie Mouse beats up security guard on Vegas, shri- on Vegas Strip. I How saw this video. How fantastic is this, dude? This is great shit. Isn't it? For just, Disney. It's just fantastic television. Um, 
Did you get a chance to see the video? Around. Yeah, I saw this on my uh, Disney finally put out an R-rated product. <laughs> it's about goddamn time. Nick, are you a little surprised that this didn't happen at Disneyland and it happened on the Vegas Strip? I don't know. I mean, it's 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 awesome. I, I don't think this was obviously a Disney employee because they're not going to hire somebody with a drunken background. But I think this was some kind of street performer looking for, you know, those weird-ass people that think it's a good idea to put on costumes. Nick, and I then was they just going to ask you, like, the kid at heart that I am, what was Minnie Mouse doing shaking her ass in Vegas all weekend? Dude, these are like... Haven't you ever been to New York and you see those people, they put on, like, sweaty Spider-Man costumes and they take pictures and then they want tips? Yeah, they're fucking weirdos. Like, like I get, like, guys who can actually play, like, I don't know, the saxophone on the street expect tips, but, like, I'm not giving you a fucking tip because you went to Halloween Adventure and got a fucking costume. And a... Yeah, like, sir, you're going to be lucky if you get enough money to pay for your costume. What What was the actual, um... What was the actual reason they got in a fight? What's that, Nick? What was the actual reason they got in a fight? So, um, it just gives you a video, this article, which is great about it. They don't even tell you why and what happened. It's just so great. Oh, dude, I I just love stories like this because you don't really know why they happened, but you just know that this person's an absolute fucking sociopath. Yeah, I love the visual. I love the visual of this. It's so great, dude. It's just Definitely fantastic. will um, archive this for my children of the future. All right, moving on to number two story of the evening. Florida man known for a viral Easter bunny brawl, which I, I think you guys both saw. You see this video? No. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, a, the Florida man dressed as the Easter Bunny. What is, dude, what is the theme of, of mascots? Uh, it's just the way it went tonight. What is the theme of Florida, man? He, he was arrested after a hit and run, and uh, he tells the cops to Google me. And that's one of my favorite lines ever. If you say Google me, <laughs> you're an absolute I actually shot. just got an update from ESPN. Um, important? Yeah, this is actually important. Dana White has just informed that... Um, Bunny will go against Minnie in uh, UFC <laughs> UFC 247 <laughs> as the co-main against uh, the co-main underneath Adesanya uh, Romero. I see you soon, boy. Bunny opens up against Bunny opens up as a uh, 100 and fi- minus 150 favorite since uh, it actually fought a man and and Minnie fought a woman. Yeah, Minnie Mouse is gonna grab the uh, the round number from the ring girl. And start shaking her ass in the middle of the fight if we're not careful. Easter Bunny's going to be laying the dick, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that might have been a little too far. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this guy's a nut job. Uh, he tells the cops to Google him after a hit and run. 21 years old. He was riding a motorcycle? <laughs> <in> the. Co- <laughs> this guy's awesome. This guy's fantastic. I, I love this guy. Uh, what kind of life do you think he has ahead of him, Nick? He's 21 years old, and he's telling cops to Google him after a DUI arrest, after a brawl in an Easter Bunny costume. This guy is mentally broken. I think he's a serious threat to society. But I wish my life was so boring. Like, I think my life's boring now, Bob, but I wish my life was so, so, so boring and, and purposeless that I felt the need to put on a bunny costume and drive a motor scooter around town. It's fantastic. It's so great. I love this guy. Um, what's his? I'm gonna I'm gonna shout him out, dude. What's his name? I gotta find it here. Something McDonald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just gotta. 
Antoine, Antoine McDonald, uh, thank you for providing us with the important stuff. Uh, you're fantastic. Yeah, next time you should uh, drive a quad around town dressed as Santa. I agree. He should do it like seasonally, don't you think? Yeah. Dress up as like a turkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. That's you know, maybe maybe like the baby Jesus or like you know Mary for, for Jesus <laughs> Christ. <the> first <laughs> maybe he should dress as Mary and carry a baby while he drives and doesn't hold the like act pregnant or literally carry a child. <laughs> Hey. Mary's a virgin, man. She was never pregnant. This guy's a petty criminal right no, now. Whatever. If he wants to up his game, kidnapping's an option. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> for everybody listening out there, the whole nine is not a conspiracy to this crime. Naughty, na- naughty. Yeah, we're not condoning kidnapping or injuring anyone. Uh, we're moving on because, Antoine, you brought a lot to our show. We love you. Third story of the night is my personal favorite. A Kansas man in a courtroom asks the judge to let him engage in a sword fight with his ex-wife and her lawyer. How fantastic is this? Don't you want to see the sword fight? See, I love this because it's bringing it back to the old days and to Game of Thrones where trial by combat. Yeah, dude. That's what I I think it's awesome. That's exactly what I was thinking, Jack. A sword fight to the death? I'm down. Two swords. You're not down for that? Let's go. I don't know, man. If you're not down for that, I got two words for you, Nick. Easter Bunny. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Another ESPN update. Dana White has announced Kansas man versus Kansas woman via Sword of Fight 1. Who was the ca- oh, Kansas woman is his ex-wife? Yeah. <laughs> wait, is that going to be on 247 too? Special guest referee is the judge. Oh, my God. As long as he's not judging the fight. <laughs> is marriage that bad? In, in, I know the divorce rate is at an all-time high, but is marriage that bad now that people feel the need to sort, sword fight to sort things out? I honestly think it's cooler that way. Uh, you know, slice each other up instead of... Um, I mean, maybe not to death. Couldn't they have like a nunchuck fight or something? I think it makes it better if it's to death. First one's eyeball to pop out. Loses. <laughs> yeah, but if your eyeball pops out, what's the point in living after that? Jesus, dude. <laughs> dude. Again, John Moxley has an eye patch on right now. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't, doesn't actually have an dude, eye patch. Dude, if you problem. had one eye, you, you would. What? Dude, that's barely a disability. Obviously, I'm kidding. Dude, well, honestly, in the article it says to this day, trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States. Holy. My God. <laughs> Jack, this is the most fantastic news I have ever received. The Kansas judge is just like, trial by combat. <laughs> Wait, this just in. I actually got an alert from. Um, it, I didn't get an alert from ESPN. I got an alert from ABC News. Uh, they're talking about broadcasting live the first ever trial by combat in United States history. What's the betting line on that? Um, <laughs> Kansas man. So it's a handicap match, Nick. Kansas man has to go up against his ex-wife and the lawyer at the same time. So the ex-wife and the lawyer are slight favorites. They're minus 120. Kansas man is even money on the money Can line. Can Kansas man carry two swords? Yes. I'm taking the man. Yeah, I'm I'm can I'm Kansas man all the way here. I think Kansas man takes it down. I think they should have it in the octagon at UFC 247 after the Adesanya fight because nobody wants to be rolling around on that much blood. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is taking a dark path. Uh, 
obviously well, we're just kidding. He might win trial by combat, but to me, he does not win the whack pack or whack job of the week. Nah, yeah, no whack job of the week for uh, Kansas man. I got uh, Easter Bunny all the way. I was yeah. actually going to pick Kansas man because I think the audacity to bring that to a, to a judge in an actual he's just finding a loophole in the an actual court of law. Yeah, and suggest that to a judge. I'm definitely the tiebreaker here. I don't think it's Minnie Mouse. Um, who's going to be going to the tournament? Uh, the Kansas man. Antoine oh my. misses. I wow. know, dude. Wait, you know what? <laughs> you know what? This will be the first time I ever do it. Antoine McDonald, you get the president's pardon into this year's Whack Jobs of the Week He tournament. takes Papa John's spot. That's perfect. They can both Fant- go. Well, here's my thing about Papa John. I'm going to leave it up for debate for the next two weeks whether him lying about eating those pizzas is actually more of a whack job move. Because the more I think about it, it makes him crazier. Who the fuck lies about eating 40 Papa John's pizzas? <laughs> you psychopath. He just wants his business back. No guarantee that he's in the whack job tournament. He is on probation right now, so we'll see with him. But, yeah, we're going to send Kansas Man and we're going to send Easter Bunny to the tournament. I think they both deserve to be there. Um, I'm saying we can talk about shit, but hot takes. Yeah, man. So So you're going to have to figure out that uh, that bracket. Whack jaws of the week. What's up? You're going to have to figure out that bracket. Oh, uh, yeah, next week, dude. Um, So uh, we'll bring it to you right now. We'll make the announcement. Um, We are going to have a gigantic sports movie bracket. It will be 68 teams in the field. It's the normal 64, or I think it's, I believe it's 66 teams in the field. Um, We're having two 16-seed play-in games and uh, then a normal 64-team bracket for sports movies. And um, next week, we will do the entire first round on both sides of the bracket. And then um, the following week, I'm thinking, we'll go from the round of 32 to a national champion. Unbelievable. It's going to be fantastic. What a concept. It's going to be awesome. We're really working on the seating right now. Make sure every movie that deserves to be there is there and seated correctly. I'm sure there will be a we lot of We all know the running topics. favorite will obviously be Airbud 3, but <laughs> <laughs> Now Nick, for for such a big Dude, I'm just pissed that I did a whole f- fictional football fucking draft and I didn't think to draft Airbud. That's Oh my god, that's fascinating. But um wait till the basketball Wow, side, that uh, that's the <laughs> the basketball <laughs> draft is coming up and my first my point guard will be Airbud. The the, <laughs> the Airbud topic actually needs to be explored very soon on this podcast. But um, in closing, Nick, do you think that I should, you know, we should try and find a fourth guy to bring on the podcast during this sports movie tournament just to have another voice in here with sports movies? There's three guys here, and it works for a lot of tournaments, but I really th- would like another voice for a tournament of this nature. Sure, I'll uh we'll make we'll make some calls. We'll bring somebody in. Yeah, man. So uh one of you lucky listeners might might be on next week. Who knows? We're we're crazy around here. We just yeah. let things happen. But uh so that's happening next week. Um 
going to be down Seattle this weekend. Yeah. Right, Nick? Yeah. That'll be fun. Jack, you doing anything fun this weekend? No. <laughs> that's unfortunate. I got a lot of studying to do. Yeah, that's that's just Polar sounds, bear plunge, man. That sounds miserable. We plunge my toilet after these weekend rear diarrheas. Uh, <laughs> what are you gonna what are you gonna have? The splats? I don't fucking know. I'm sorry to hear that. Sometimes but, uh, I don't know what comes out of me. That's another episode of the whole nine for everybody. Just always talking about some cracked out shit, but uh it's always a blast. Well, that's the end of episode twelve. We'll see you going to lucky number thirteen. Have a blessed evening, everybody.